Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show and happy new year. If you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, tomorrow is New Year's Eve. And as we head into 2022, I don't know about y'all, but I'm sure I'm not the only one reminiscing about the ups and downs of this year. Uh, this time last year, I was helping business owners set goals and I, I would too, was planning for the future of my company, Social Curator. So I don't know if you remember, if you were listening last year, I gave tips on this podcast on how to set yourself up for success in the new year. And I even let you in on some of my own goals and some of my own visions for the future. And what I love about this community is the people who listen to the Jasmine Star Show with regularity, man, y'all are action takers. <laughs> I I love me this podcast, y'all. You listen for people who are consistent, like they're posting on stories, they're following up on DMs, like they're actually showing, like when we have a workbook, they print out the workbook. And I'm like, these people are my people. We are the business nerds doing the thing that we need to do to get it done. You are not afraid to get your hands dirty and do the work to get what you want in life and business in you inspire me. I've received DMs all year from listeners saying like, Jasmine, I did it. And then I get like very in my feelings about it. Or people say, Jasmine, I followed your advice and I hit my goals. And I'm just like, oh my God, (laughs) does it get any better than this? And let me tell you, nothing makes me happier than seeing you succeed. Nothing makes me happier than saying you getting up and pushing past it. Nothing makes me happier than you saying I am in the challenge. I saw the challenge. I did not back away. I sat through it. I figured a way out. There is nothing I want more for you than to have all the success in the world. I love it when we win together. And if you would allow me I'd love to share with you a few of our wins this year because I don't want to talk and leave last year's episode unfinished. I want you to take a look at last year's episode. We've linked it in the show notes. And then I want you to take a, take a listen to that episode and then like, take a listen to what happened. It didn't happen as we expected. Some things did, some things didn't. But here's the thing. It's not just about you know my wins. Like if you send me a direct message on Instagram, I want to hear your win. I want to talk about the goals that you had set last year that actually came to fruition. I want to whoop you up. I want to be the girl in your corner. I want to be your hype girl. Like you did it. You did it. You got it. You want it. You won. You won. Like I want to be that person. Like I really do. Uh, Last year I journaled. I actually walked through people like this process of like writing a letter to yourself, like as if it was done. I shared it here on the podcast and people on DM in the text message community, they would take a picture of their letter and then they sent it to me. They sent me photos of their letters. You know what that feels? It feels like the work I'm doing and the process I'm sharing, it makes me feel like it's making a difference and that's why I do it. It's making a difference in your business, in your life. In that episode, I talked to you about how I wrote a letter. I kind of like journaled how I envisioned my myself and my business at the end of the year. At the time, the time of that recording, the time of the journaling, our adoption of our daughter, Luna Soul, had not been finalized. But when I wrote that future letter, when I had said that like, this will be the future, and then I meditated on what my life would look like at the end of the following December, 
I wrote it as if it had been done. I wrote this letter as if I was at the end of 2021. In fact, y'all, I can't even make this up. I can't make this up. This is, I'm going off my notes. Um, a couple days ago, I tell you often that I wake up early and I pray and I read and I meditate. And I have, um, I have my daddy's Bible and it's what I read every day, just a little bit to get my head and heart right. And I slip pieces of paper or notes or things that mean something to me. I hand to heaven cannot make this stuff up. Three days ago, I had the Bible on my lap and then the back page had flipped open. And out from that back page comes the exact letter that I had journaled. And I was like, because with the move and in the apartment, like honest to God, it just wasn't top of my mind. So this letter comes rolling out on my dad's Bible. So clearly I put it there because I was just like with the move, you never know, like last year. And I just picked it up. You can hear it. Okay. It says in tiny little writing to be opened December 31st, 2021. And if you flip the envelope over, right where you lick that part, like at the apex, I had signed my name like proof, like you can't open that and it shall not be opened. And so I remember writing in that, that we are living in our home and I saw us happy and I saw us on vacation. And in that, I wrote about the things that I was smelling, salty sea air, the smell of morning Mexican coffee being brewed. I saw us in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. It's a very special place in the world for my husband and I. It's a place in the world where in December, previous years, I would sit and I would beg God for a child. And so in my mind, I saw us going back there with her. And so I just wrote it down. Now, I didn't know at the time that I wrote it whether our adoption would be finalized. I didn't know whether our home would be done. I didn't know so many things. I didn't know how any of it would be possible. I did not know that when we talk about moving in the house, people are like, what do you mean you didn't know you're gonna move in the house? Listen, we were originally quoted that our house was gonna be done in six months. And two years later, <laughs> we just barely moved in, you know? So this is like, uh, I didn't know if we'd get to move into our dream house by the end of 2021 because our construction plans, they've been like pushed so far back due to the pandemic. And I didn't know if our adoption would be finalized because all of the paperwork and the court proceedings, everything had been pushed back because of the pandemic. And I am gonna be honest with you. There were times in my life when I doubted that this vision and my hopes in this letter, that it would come to fruition. As months rolled by and there was no sign of our adoption being finalized, regardless how many times we reached out to our lawyer, how many times we reached out to agencies, how many times we petitioned courts, like I didn't, there was no sign of the adoption being finalized. And there was no sign for our move-in date to not get pushed back yet another time. Like I I actually had a conversation with my husband later that turned into a conversation with my podcast host. And I was like, I don't think I want to record that end of the year episode because I feel embarrassed and I feel sad that it's not going to happen. I had that conversation with him in October, 2021. But then something amazing happened, two amazing things. On October 10th, 2021, JD and I received an email from our lawyer that Luna's adoption was finalized. We were sitting at the airport. We were actually standing at the airport. We we're going down like this um, moving, moving walkway. And at the end, we just started crying. 
or hugging our daughter. And there was like a ton, like dozens of travelers were rushing past us. And we were that crazy couple with a baby on our knees, hugging and kissing, because I knew that one thing was for certain. Like we were complete. Our family was complete. My year was made. There was nothing more that I could do or accomplish this year that would top that moment for our family. It was what we had waited for. It was what we had prayed for. And this is what like those late nights and those long hours and those hard decisions, like it was all for her. Like she was my purpose and this was my purpose. And this moment, this thing that like we just said is going to happen. It happened. And then a month and a half later, we were finally able to move into our home. Man, we had purchased our fixer upper in January, 2020. And like due to a ton of unforeseen circumstances, it was a long labor of love to make this home a place that we would be so excited to move in and raise our sweet Luna. Now, when we talk about these things, when we talk about how we envision, I have to take the moment and let you know that in that last podcast episode, I shared this act of writing a letter that is so true and it feels so real that you could see it in your mind and you will see it come to fruition. And in that episode, I had said that I see myself in a white like caftan, like something that you put over a bathing suit. Because in my mind's eye, I see the sunshine. I see the beach. I see this white thing that goes over my bathing suit and I'm wearing a hat and I'm on the beach with my daughter. I saw it. Did I have the white caftan? No, I never even owned anything like that. Like, who, like what, what am I, 87? Who's like, I need a caftan. I just don't know why that's the word that came to my mind. And I was like, that's what I, that's what I see. A lovely podcast listener by the name of Annie Vovin was months later, two months later after that podcast had dropped, she sends me a DM, a direct message on Instagram where she, she sends a photo and it's of a lady and she's at a public pool. Like all these kids are running around and she's at a public pool and there's a woman across the length of the pool walking in a white, wait for it, kafkin. So Annie takes a picture from across the pool and she sends me a direct message and she says, Jasmine, I listened to your podcast episode. I think that this is the Kafkan. Like, I, I think it's so cute. And then she tells me that she went up to her. She got up out of her chair, walked around the length of the pool and asked this woman, excuse me, where did you get this? My friend is looking for one. Mm. She says, Jasmine, it's an L-space dress. I've never heard of L-space. So then I Google L-space. I look through their bathing suit cover-ups. Y'all, I bought myself the white caftan because other people were on the journey with me. How amazing. How kind. So in the middle of... December, you could just imagine that like I see this white caftan in my closet. It still has the tags on it because I'm saving it. But here's where the tricky part comes in is that finalizing the adoption is just one step. We still have to legally change Luna's name and apply for her passport. So there was a good chance knowing that we were not going to be in Cabo San Lucas because we couldn't get a passport in time. But it doesn't mean that the vision that I saw still couldn't be a reality. There will be walking on the beach. I will wear that caftan. I will be with my daughter. And so does the vision that I have for the future look exactly how it came to pass? 
No. Was it close enough? Mm, Really, really close. And I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. As I record this episode in my new office, you know, I'm happy. I'm very happy. There's bookshelves that make my heart sing. I have a laundry room. I didn't have that in the apartment (laughs) for two years. I have space. My daughter has a room that I really, really, really love. And I'm thankful. I'm also feeling very grateful for our business wins this year. Um, I... In December, I, I I had a call with our entire team, a call all hands. Everybody came on and I wanted to do like a, a recap. And so I just spent like literally less than three minutes and I just jotted down a few of the things that I was really proud of the social curator team and what we were able to accomplish because um, that just the day before that I had completed the presentation, there was a beautiful, brilliant business mind and her name is Susan Sierra. And I actually met Susan and there's big air quotes around met Back in Clubhouse days, when I was very active on Clubhouse, and I still occasionally go on Clubhouse, but there was a daily show that Susan and a woman by the name of Sumea hosted. And they it was just live Q&A. Business owners, SaaS tech business owners would go in and ask them questions. And Susan was so brilliant. And I built up the courage and I <laughs> went on Clubhouse and I asked her a question. And then we struck up a relationship on Instagram thereafter. And uh, she checked in with me like literally the day before the team meeting. And she's like, Jasmine, I just a note to say, like, I'm proud of you. And I love seeing the work that you're doing. And that meant a lot to me. And she says, how is it going? And the exact words that I responded to her direct message were, it feels like I'm sprinting in molasses, right? Like I'm running, working so hard and I'm moving so slow. That's what I told her. And then I decided to take a couple minutes and scribble down some of the things that we did in Social Curator. We launched quick drafts. This means that you can write drafts on the inside of Social Curator, save them, organize them, get them ready. We launched a dashboard with daily actions to help organize what users are doing and give them a clear plan within five minutes. This is how you market your business. We hosted three launches in 2021. We moved into open enrollment in 2021. We had a lifetime sale in 2021. We created our very first social curator course. We launched courses on the inside of social curator. This was a tech feat that none of us saw coming at the beginning of the year. We created six new opt-ins. We added over 75,000 people to our newsletter list in 12 months. We created industry-specific mini webinars that I recorded with the team offline Then we ran ads to to build out a new funnel. We launched a studio-style production of our live videos. Our creative video team like killed it. Like, I'm just so proud of what they did with very little. Like, they're in the apartment. They made it look like a studio. We added over a thousand images to the photo gallery. There's over 5,000 images in the gallery now. We thought that that was going to be a possibility. We launched a caption library with hundreds of captions that could be customized. We created an ideal client profile support initiative so that our users knew who they were marketing to. You all, three minutes, and I'm like, my goodness. It feels like you're sprinting in molasses, but. If I look back, I wasn't sprinting in molasses. I was just running uphill. We're making progress on a very steep incline. And that's okay. Words can't even begin to describe the amount of pride that I have in the social curator team. Without them, social curator 
would not be making an impact in business owners' lives. We always try to remember that it's never about the business. It's never about the SaaS. It's never about the technology. It's about who we serve. Are we impacting their lives? And the answer is yes. We've heard the most amazing success stories of people applying themselves, learning, and transforming. Now, I just want to be very clear. We did not just experience like wins this year. It's like, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Like, no, it's not that, okay? (laughs) I cannot sing that song. Uh, There were a lot of ups and downs. Like we set goals that we didn't hit. Um, Team members transitioned off to different companies. We hit roadblocks that we couldn't even imagine overcoming. Like there were nights when sleep was all I wanted to do and I just could not fall asleep because I couldn't turn my brain off. And that stuff is never easy to talk about. But I want to share that because despite the fact that the year wasn't all like rainbows and sunshine, I really do believe that the challenges and the difficulties that we faced throughout the year has been setting us up to make 2022 even better. I believe it with all of my heart. I believe it with all of my soul. And I know that the same goes for you. I hope that as we round out 2021, And as you reflect on your year, you take the good with the bad, knowing that all of it is shaping you into who you're meant to be. I had a conversation a couple of days ago with with a friend and we were talking about the luxury of indecision. I called it that. I, I added a fancy name. At the time we were not like, let's talk about this. No, no, no. It was talking about how as business owners, There are plenty of times in our lives, in our career, where we know we need to make a decision, but like we're like, ah, okay, I'll get to that. I'll get to it. We know we need to make the decision, but there is a luxury of not having to make the decision. So then we don't. For instance, if you know that you need to hire a virtual assistant, you know you need to make a decision. It's either I, I, I need to make this decision to hire a virtual assistant or no, I'm going to go another year doing it all on my own. Let's just say that as an example. And you know that you need to make the decision, but you're like, I don't need to make it now. The thing that I have learned over a decade in business is when you know you need to make a decision and then you wait, that decision will come up and slap you upside your head when you least expect it. It will force you, it will headlock you, it will clothesline you, it will pin your shoulders down to say, make it now. And you will then be thrusted into making that decision, not when you are ready for it. So the thing I want to remind us as we end 2021 and we go in to 2022 is may we never forsake the luxury of indecision. May we understand that we make decisions and we move on. Because if you make that decision of something that you need or you don't need, then you are freeing your mind up to do the things that you want to do. You're not sitting in the valley of a bunch of unmade decisions. We're sitting on the pathway, on the mountaintop, heading up to the apex of saying, I've made decisions. I stand by them. I'm going to keep moving. So as we talk about the things that we want to do over the year, it may or may not look exactly as we planned. But as we make decisions, as we move our way from the valleys and as we start making our way uphill, may we all have the ability to say, I'm working toward something. I envision my 2022 and I will work as if success is a foregone conclusion. I will apply myself on the days that I feel it and the days that I don't. I will show up in rain or shine 
I will take a rest when I need it, but I will not quit. I will ask for help. I will bet on myself. I will reach out and I am not above doing what I need to do to get to where I want to go. As we wrap up today's conversation, I just want to wish you a happy, healthy, and restful new year. If you would like to stay connected beyond just the podcast, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do it. It makes a difference in how we remain connected over time. But also, if you would like to get weekly doses of inspiration, business tips, a big quick click in the pants, y'all, you could sign up for a letter that I send every single week. It's a letter from me to you. We have a lot of fun with them. I love writing them. It's just a way to go deeper. You can uh, sign up at jasminestar.com forward slash subscribe. That way we can stay connected both on the podcast and on email. And I can't wait to see you in your inbox and in your headphones very soon. Until next time, can't wait to chat with you in 2022.